Are you building a green business that works for you and for the planet? Season 3 of Where Ideas Launch walks you through the process of ideating, creating, developing and scaling a green idea from start to success. I leverage my experience along with the experts and micro-entrepreneurs running green business models today. Join us for this short series of 16 episodes of Positive Business Impact for Change. I'm joined today by Yvonne Philip, aka Eves. She's a brand strategist, stylist, and self-care advocate. Eves believes that you have to stand out to fit in, and not only do you have to stand out to fit in, but if women sustain themselves, they can sustain the world. She helps service-based professionals who feel that they are not being noticed or seen as the expert, not creating a connection with their ideal clients to get clarity, confidence, and credibility with their personal and business brands. Through coaching courses and one-to-one services and events, she takes entrepreneurs and executives on a transformational journey that include their strategy, their style, and their self-care. The result is the step up, show up, stand out, and attract their dream clients with ease, authenticity, and without apology or overwhelm. Welcome Yvonne to Where Ideas Launch. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to join and be speaking with you and your audience today. Wonderful to have you. Many people say that you need to start with branding when you're building a business. Is this true or false? And why or why not? I believe that it is, it's false, despite working in the personal branding space. I think people really need to understand who they are and who their business is serving before they start developing a brand. So you can build a website, you can go on Fiverr and get a logo, but that's not a brand because your brand comes from deeper with, you know, within. So at the start of your business, you should be thinking about develop the development of your product or service and making sure that that's high quality. You should be thinking about who your target audience is that's going to buy this product and service and doing that form of research. And as you're doing that form of research, you will collate those ideas of the way to communicate with your audience because that is your branding branding is a communication or communication tool whether it be in writing verbally the visual images and representation such as the fonts the colors the logos etc but if you start with your brand and your branding you might be building a brand that isn't conducive to you or that your audience are going to be attracted to and actually repel what could be ideal clients rather than bring them into your world and build that connection with them for them to want to buy your product or service. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. And I think this leads me nicely into the next one, which is as entrepreneurs, especially product-based ones, we tend to hide behind our product. We tend to shy away from the personal visibility, especially when we're micro-businesses. And I want to ask you if this is a recommended approach, because I think a lot of people think about their branding in terms of the product and not in terms of themselves. Absolutely. They totally do. And a lot of product based businesses do hide behind their brand. I know, you know, in my intro, it says that I'm, you know, I support service based businesses, but I do also support product based businesses. If you're a large organization, a large business, you have lots of money to throw at advertising and promotions, in-store promotions, et cetera, you know, when we're, you know, fully-fledged, you know, open for for business. But as a solo entrepreneur, as someone where you are your product or your brand, you have to step up 
and show up because people buy from people. People don't buy just a bottle of perfume or, you know, um, just a, you know, a, a gizzy wizard, whatever it was. They buy because they like the person in the advert. They like the, the way that the advert um, actually embraces a family. If you think about John Lewis or, or Sainsbury's, etc. So if you have a product, you need to show up in photography, you know, in videos with your products. You can't just put products out there because people don't know anything about it. They have no emotional connection to a box or a bottle. So if you're showing up, people then decide, yes, I want to invest my hard earned money and purchase that product from that person. Absolutely. I guess a lot of fashion is linked to body image and confidence as well. And I think this fits nicely into why some of us hide behind our brands. How can someone use style to raise their self-perception? So style is a tricky one because a lot of people that don't have body confidence um, wear lots of big baggy clothes because they're trying to hide. And I think that the first thing that you need to start doing is with your body image is stop following and looking at everybody else. Take them for inspiration, but never, your goal should never be to emulate that person because no two people are the same. Not even identical twins are the same. There are differences, you know, with them. So with your body confidence, as long as you're healthy, you need to start loving yourself. There are always gonna be parts of your body that you don't like. I don't like my skinny arms. Catherine, I'm sure there's parts of your body that you don't like, but unless we're going to do something about it, we need to learn to start living with that. So where your style comes into it, it is about, first of all, identifying your body shape and what clothes suit your body shape the best. Because, you know, I have a very slender body shape. I'm very flat chested. So there are certain types of garments that I can't wear because it's going to make me look even more flat chested. For you know, ladies that may be a little bit full around the middle, they need to wear clothes that brings their, you know, their, their waist, you know, up underneath their bust. So there's ways that, when, and when you wear clothes that suit your body shape, you automatically feel a lot more confident. In addition to that, it's about wearing the colours that suit you. Because you can look on a shop, in a shop in our high street brand, and you can see something or, you know, online that you really, really like. And then when you get it home, I'm sure it's happened to you. It's happened to me a million times. You look at yourself in the mirror and you think, oh, my days, what happens? It didn't quite look like that on the model. And that's because you don't have the same body shape as that model. So what you need to think about to improve your body image is... Be comfortable with who you are. Find the parts of your body that you do like and show them off. Find out your colours that suit you and your body shape so you can start wearing clothes that suit you. And it's a hell of a lot easier to shop when you do that as well. Absolutely agree. Moving, moving into the sustainability space, and I know this is one of the pillars of your brand, the fashion industry is increasingly under criticism from poor employment and contractual practices, from environmental harm caused by the production of, of the clothing and the waste that's generated to landfill, either through the sort of throwaway fashion or even, you know, just bolts and bolts of cloth that are never used. Mm -hmm. So what are your reflections on where the industry needs to go now? 
I think that obviously COVID has hit the fashion industry extremely hard. And I do have, uh, you know, I do have some some empathy for employees um, that have been affected by uh, the pandemic. But what I think that the large brands need to start doing is be more transparent about the way that these clothes are made and stop making so much clothes. We always have more than enough or more surplus clothing which goes into landfill which is damaging to to the environment or ends up on you know on you know on sale so it's about first of all they need to be transparent about the way that these clothes are being made because a lot of the fast fashion brands are making clothes in countries where they're not actually paying the worth of the time and effort that it takes to make those clothes they've been made in poor quality factories um, some of which have had major disasters and then they're transporting those garments across the world which is having you know the carbon footprint of of that transportation is huge the fashion industry is the second most polluting in the world so they need to start thinking about how can we make clothes that are sustaining not only people so that they're being paid right but also the world that we live in, this beautiful world. In addition to that, too many clothes are being made and they're not being purchased. So yes, they may end up on the sales rack, but then if they don't end up on the sales rack, they're ending up in landfill. So the fashion industry, if that's the case, give those clothes to charity. What can we do as individuals is not be, be such fast fashion consumers because a t-shirt cannot be made for five pounds. So we're seeing that as a bargain, but really is it a bargain? Because somebody's had to pick that cotton, it's had to be processed. It's then had to be made, cut, sewn into that t-shirt and then shipped to the UK. It can't, that can't happen for five pounds. So the corners are being cut somewhere. And I think that we as consumers need to reflect on that and really think about are we making informed choices about the way we are buying fast fashion, throwing it away and then buying more fast fashion? Because nobody's benefiting from this apart from the owners of these companies. Well said. What recommendations can you make to those who want to redesign their wardrobe for sustainability? So, for example, I, I have been guilty of my own share of, of uh, purchasing of things, purchasing too many things, purchasing fast things. Um, I used to travel to Miami a lot and pick up things out of, out of outlet malls. Um, many of these things I still have. I refuse to let go of them. But I want to do something with my wardrobe. I want to be more minimalistic. I want to also I don't know, adapt my clothing to, mm. to suit my new body, my new yeah. body size, et cetera. What could I do? So I think that um, you're doing the right thing by not throwing away your, your outlet clothes. I love an outlet. If I'm going to buy something new, I will go to an outlet store or I will buy secondhand or I will buy it sustainably from a sustainable or ethical producer or you know, designer. I think that what you 
could do, when I was first starting on this sustainable style journey, there was so much information out there that also, also contradicted you know, each other. Because if you want to wear vegetarian on non-animal products, that affects the industry in one way. Then if you want to wear fair trade, that affects something another way down the line. So first of all, you need to think about what is the cause that you want to stand for through your style. So from, for example, mine is ethical practices, fair trade and reducing waste. So let's go back to a previous question when I said about finding out your body shape and what colours suit you. Once you know that, you can go and give your wardrobe an audit and really think about what are the clothes that suit me now and are they the colours that are going to show me off in the right light? Clothes that aren't, are no longer working for you, you can give away to charity, you may want to keep them and then you can start building a wardrobe that reflects you. Um, I would advise you to build a capsule wardrobe, which is a group of like 30 to 50 pieces, which you can interchange and intermingle with the rest of your wardrobe. And if you choose a couple of colors that you really like, you know, the colors that when people see you, they're like, oh my gosh, you look fabulous in that. Yeah. Those colors. Um, you can build a wardrobe that reflects you and this is really great, especially if you're a business owner, because you can also link it to your brand colors, because with your personal brand, you need to be showing up consistently all the time. Consistency is key. So if you're showing up in your you know, brand colors or your brand pattern or in a way that suits your brand and your style all the time, that's also going to build recognition in your brand. So, but the first thing, the first thing you need to start doing is after you know your color shape, colors and your body shape, go through your wardrobe and see what is still working for you. Yeah. Do not throw those clothes away, give them to charity because somebody else could benefit from them. Absolutely. And then start thinking about a capsule wardrobe. Brilliant, great advice. So I know that your work has been on billboards lately. Why don't you tell us about that? Oh, I'm so excited about that, yes. Um, I'm, I'm all about authenticity, I'm all about integrity, I'm all about sustainability. You know, those that may have seen a picture of me, you'll see me with my big afro. Um, and I embrace my natural hair and, you know, as, as, as a woman of colour or a black woman. And I um, worked with a campaign called Project Embrace, which is all about black women embracing their natural hair in the workplace because I myself and I don't know how you know whether you've been through this um, as well Catherine spent years relaxing my hair because I was trying to fit in with media norms of what is acceptable with western society norms of what was acceptable but I was damaging myself my self-esteem and not really showing up as who I am so this campaign is all about um shining a light on how beautiful how versatile and how professional afro hair is and can be so i'm really really honored and pleased to be the stylist on that campaign which is on a billboard near you we'll be on a billboard near you soon but um it was also going to be all over my social media now as and when, when i release those it sounds awesome it sounds wonderful and it, and definitely i share i share that journey that you've had 
Um, even today, I live in Southampton and I can't find a black hairdresser. I remember once going to a, a hairdressing salon that was predominantly white and asking if anyone could do my hair. And they told me that only the owner can and I would have to pay double the price. <laughs> so this is the kind of thing that, that really makes you do your own hair. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I do my, I, I, I live in London and I do have Afro hair salons, uh, you know, around. I choose to do my own hair. I do need to go and have a little bit of a, a trim um, soon. But, you know, that's the problem. You know, if you don't live in a conurbation where there are large amounts of, you know, black people in the community, it's either very, very expensive or you get people doing our hair that doesn't, don't really, really understand it. Yeah. Um, and that's a shame. We shouldn't have to have to you know have to go through that so hopefully this campaign will allow black women to embrace their their own hair more but also you know european um hair salons to get a better understanding of our hair yeah. and how to cope with it absolutely so where can everyone find you this has been such a lovely session i wouldn't want them to miss out on your goodies Oh, yes. So you can find me on my website, www.yvonnephilip.com. There's a little quiz there which will help you to find your brand personalities and personal personality season. Um, if you're interested in exploring your personal brand a little bit more. Got some others quizzes that are going to be launching soon as well. I'm on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Yvonne Philip, the success stylist. And on LinkedIn and Clubhouse, just Yvonne Philip. So come and find me and say hi. Let me know that you, you found me through Catherine. Yeah, wonderful. Thanks so much for joining me today, Yvonne. Thank you so much for having me, Catherine. This episode was brought to you today by the Eco Business Growth Club by Catherine Ann Byam and by The Space Where Ideas Launch. The Eco Business Growth Club supports positive impact SMEs with coaching, know-how and community support toward achieving the impact and reach they set out to make. You can find out more by connecting with Where Ideas Launch on Instagram or following the hashtag Where Ideas Launch across all of your social media.